0: Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXP. you're listening to Crypto & Coffee at 8. How Crypto & Coffee at eight works is Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we cover top news and information related to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. We also follow two news and information related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. Now this is followed by an Ask Me Anything series, where your listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain and Cryptocurrencies. So, let's kick this thing off. 10, 9, 8, 7... Six, five, four, three, two, one. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXP and today is the 16th of September 2021. And today is Thursday here in Dubai and it is the last working day of the week. Now in the Middle East, Fridays and Saturdays are the week off. And Sunday is the first working day of the week, which is kind of like the Monday. So if you are a listener from Dubai and UAE, have a great week in the head. Now, the market looks a lot better than it started earlier in the week. The market cap of Bitcoin is a little over $900 billion. We have a lot to talk about today, namely Ray Dalio, who is one of my idols. Now, Ray Dalio often has said that cash is trash, And recently, he told that regulators will kill Bitcoin if it becomes too successful. Now, we're going to talk about a little bit more about that. And we're also going to talk about some not-so-good news about crypto in Uzbekistan. We're also going to talk about OpenSea, how an employee used the platform to influence, to pump his own NFT. Definitely not a good thing for NFT and for OpenSea as well. Now, regarding Dubai, I have two news. The first one is about a UK-based company called Funoon. Now, essentially, it is a marketplace. Now, what differentiates them is that they plan to list and sell Sharia compliant digital assets, and they plan to launch in Dubai pretty soon. The other news is about a project called Platon Coin. The ticket symbol is PLTC. Now, they claim to be a new generation of digital currency, and they're planning to open their subsidiary in Dubai. Now, I'm really not sure about this particular project, and I'm not sure if it is authentic or not. Gulf News has published an article regarding them. But when I researched about them, I kind of found a lot of flaws in it. In fact, I found only flaws. It definitely does not look like a good project. Now, later on today, we also have the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. So welcome, guys. It's 6.30 a.m. You're in Dubai, and you're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover found news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, Beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies, how the series of episodes on the crypto and coffee at eight works. We usually cover three to five news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, also major breaking news or meta news or short and sweet news. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East, In the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. This is followed by an Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions from 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. Gulf Standard Time. So, let's kick this thing off. So today, the 16th of September, the dark, the market definitely looks a lot greener. The global crypto market is $2.18 trillion, now, since the last 24 hours it has increased by 2.94%. Now, if you compare that, let's say April, it's still far below, but looks like the market is definitely picking up. The total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours is 19.94 billion dollars. Since the last 24 hours, however, it is decreased by 10.66%. The total volume of DeFi is currently at 18.37 billion dollars. Now, DeFi accounts for 18.38% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. Now lately, a lot of them are not talking about DeFi. And the only reason being NFTs have taken over the cryptocurrency news. A lot of projects now are purely based on NFTs. In fact, today's news I'll be covering will be about NFTs as well. So it looks like DeFi, in terms of the news, has gradually gone down. However, as I talked about yesterday, the volume of defi is gradually increasing and something which i talked about yesterday was that the total volume locked in defi has reached new heights so defi is definitely here to stay and so is nft now looks like stable coins has the volume has gone down the volume of stable coins now is 76.07 billion dollars during the el salvador day the volume only of tether USDT was over 170 billion dollars, and the volume of stablecoins today is 76.07 billion dollars. Now, stablecoins account for 76.11% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. Now, what I tend to do, guys, is I pick up this information via coin market cap. It could be possible that there is a delay in coin market cap. When they update this information, this particular information need not be updated real-time. The price of Bitcoin as of 6 a.m. in the morning, gulf standard time, is $48,026. And the Bitcoin dominance has gone down and it's currently at 41.38%. It has decreased by 0.40% over the day. Ethereum dominance has increased to 19.30% in the near future i definitely do think that ethereum will take over bitcoin only in terms of market cap in terms of price i don't see ethereum taking over bitcoin probably might never happen as well now the price of bitcoin since the last seven days is up by 3.89 percent and since the last 24 hours it is up by 2.02 percent and as as of 16 september 6 a.m The price of Bitcoin is $48,026. The price of Ethereum is $3,593. Since the last twenty-four hours, Ethereum price has increased by 5.50% and since the last 7 days it is up by 2.80%. The biggest surprising thing is about Cardano. The price of Cardano was extremely stable, it is today at $2.47. Now yesterday it was I believe to be somewhere around two point three nine dollars and the day before that it was exactly similar. Price of Cardano since the last seven days is up by 0.99%, and since the last twenty-four hours it is up by three point two nine percent. First news that I'd like to talk about Ray Dalio. Now Ray Dalio warns that regulators will kill bitcoin becomes too successful now what happened was that ray dalio had an interview with cnbc you can check it out on youtube but uh, in what context did he actually say it? what happened was that the interviewer asked him quite a lot of questions and the interviewer said do you think that the regulators will kill bitcoin if it is successful and he said yes if bitcoin were to be successful regulators will actually get it now ray dalio is the founder of a $150 billion hedge fund called Bridgewater Associates. He had an interview on the 15th, which was Venice Day. In that interview, he said that first, note that cash is trash, so don't keep it in cash. He has warned investors shouldn't become too reliant on cash, and that while he owns some Bitcoin, there is a danger that governments could destroy the crypto market. Some interesting information about SORT conference which happened a few days ago in New York where Ray Dalio did cast doubt on the prediction earlier The week by ARK Investment CEO and founder Catherine Wood. Now, Catherine Wood said that, you know, the price of Bitcoin will increase tenfold. What I would recommend you to do is Catherine Wood had an interview with Banklet. Now, the interview is over one hour and 30 minutes long. I would recommend you guys to go and listen to it. Loads of useful information is on there. Now, she also talked about Bitcoin and she talked about Ethereum. And she also mentioned that, you know, in the near future, Ethereum could also be treated as a currency. So some really, really interesting information in that particular podcast. Now, Ray Dalio has casted a lot of doubt and he actually said that what Catherine Wood has said does not make sense to me at all. Now, Ray Dalio is the most influential person in the finance world. He has the most fantastic YouTube video called as How the Economic Machine Works. Listen, guys, you need to go ahead and watch that video. It's by Ray Dalio called as How the Economic Machine Works. Ray Dalio often publishes articles on LinkedIn and it's very precise, very concise. He did publish an article on Biden's that's bad and why the future of US economy does not look so good. But he did praise Biden on free education. So definitely go and follow him on LinkedIn. Loads of useful information by way. Now some not so good news about crypto and Uzbekistan is that Bassoot Kamarab, the deputy chairman of the Central Bank of Uzbekistan, told Spot. Now Spot is a news magazine from Uzbekistan. What he said. That cryptocurrency in Uzbekistan will not be a means of payment. Now, News BTC also published a report that Bitcoin will not become a legal tender in Uzbekistan. So, I would recommend you to go ahead and read through the entire article. Now, in the past, the government of Uzbekistan had incorporated a ban on the use of cryptocurrencies for payments into its legislation dating back to 2019. So, it looks like it might not be a legal tender in Uzbekistan for a very long time. And looks like El Salvador is the only country as of yet to accept Bitcoin as a legal tender. However, talking about El Salvador, a growing number of protests has been reported in El Salvador. Now, Decrypt, one of the leading public magazines on cryptocurrency, has published an article. Just a few hours ago and in that report they have mentioned the number of protests that are currently taking place in el salvador and that is against bitcoin against the movement of bitcoin becoming a legal tender now listen guys what i would recommend everyone to do is peter McCormack from the what bitcoin did has a fantastic video with the president naib bukele of el salvador along to use it. About Article 12, where there are people who do not have facilities like the internet or mobile phone. So, Article 12 essentially protects those people, protects people who want to use Bitcoin, protects people who do want to accept. Police mentions is that in the near future, if there is a fork of Bitcoin, which Bitcoin is a legal tender? Really, really interesting stuff. So go to Speaking of Bitcoin. They released three to four episodes purely about El Salvador accepting Bitcoin as a legal tender. Definitely worth listening to. Moving on to news about NFTs. And this is some not so good news about OpenSea. own NFT. Now, the employee's name is Nick Chastain, who serves as OpenSea's head of product. Well, what happened was that he was allegedly using a burner wallet to purchase NFTs, which were then featured on the front page of OpenSea. Because of that, his particular NFT got a lot of attention and it got sold for a much higher value. There is a Reddit user who actually found that thing out and he published the entire details via Reddit. So if you go to my LinkedIn profile, you will get the actual link of the Reddit article. Now in that Reddit article, he actually clearly mentions how Nate Chastain did actually utilize his influence in putting his own NFT on the front page and how much he actually got benefited by it. He also put the link for EtherScan scan so anyone can actually go and check the transaction details. Now OpenSea has acknowledged that and they also published a blog confirming this, so you can also read through the entire blog. So go to my LinkedIn profile, 16th of September, you will see all the particular links. These links are really long, definitely worth reading through. The next news is about NFT as well, that is Global Digital Exchange. Gate.io has announced Open OpenPunks, a community-driven NFT collection, aimed to spark the creativity users, inspiring a deeply integrated community while promoting the NFT ecosystem. So essentially, what they plan to do is, it will be the world's first community-driven NFT collection, encouraging users to explore their creativity and create new NFT artworks. Now, this is built on Kate.io's public blockchain. Go through my LinkedIn profile. You'll get loads of information about that. Now, I feel the NFT craze might gradually down now NFTs will exist but the price of some NFTs like Etherok or CryptoBunds and many other will eventually go down. Now guys we're going to move on to the next news about UAE but before that I'd like to talk about an event which takes place From the 13th till the 14th of October, that event is called as Future Innovation Summit. Now, in case if you guys are in Dubai, if you are a startup, I would definitely recommend you guys to go ahead and attend this particular event. Now, this event called as Future Innovation Summit kicks off on the 13th till the 14th of October. It's called as Future Innovation Summit Dubai the future innovation summit is the leading government conference organized under the patronage of the private office of sheikh sakir bin Mohammed al-sakimi now in case if you are a startup i would definitely recommend you to go ahead and participate in this particular event because it is a unique platform for organizations businesses and individuals alike to share their expertise knowledge technologies and lay foundations for future vision and innovation of the world. There will be leading international speakers who will share the ideas and visions on how we can collaborate and improve the life of humankind. The Future of Innovation Summits presents you with one of a kind opportunity to extend the network in your spheres of interest. Now, if you are a startup, there are two options. Essentially, you can either put up a startup pitch. Or you can put up a startup stand. If you were to put up a startup pitch, you are eligible for a price of 1.5 million dirhams. The second price is 1 million dirhams and the third price is 700 Now, in case you want to set it up, drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com. Alternatively, you can also have a startup stand. Now, with startup stand, you will not be available for the prize money. But if you are interested, drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com. Now, the reason why I would like to recommend this particular event is because there would be International speakers, key decision makers from government and international people. So, in case if you're a startup, you definitely need to showcase your particular project. This will actually be an ideal platform. Moving on to news about UAE. Now, there is a UK-based company called Funoon, which is spelled as F for Father, U for Umbrella, and for November. O for Orange, O for Orange, and for November. The website is Fulun.io. Funoon.io aims to be a faith-inspired NFT platform available for Muslims. Funoon.io is pioneering in a market, but it's focused on Muslim-related NFTs, and they want to empower Muslim artists, sports personalities, and cultural icons to create on-chain NFT experiences while giving back to the communities, now, currently, they're based in London, UK, and they plan to launch in UAE soon. Now, Shah Sheikh is the co-founder and CEO of Funon.io, and Muhammad Imran is the co-founder. Now, they are built on Binance Smart Chain. Now, I'm going to be reading out information that I got from a news website that is called a Salaam Gateway. It is a UK-based company, and it will be an NFT marketplace for Islamic art. Culture and sports digital in different formats, including images and video files. The asset on the platform will include artwork, memorabilia, audio, and video NFTs, with a potential to even host feature length films, which will be essentially crowdfunded or invested by the audience in the long term point of view. Fununun will hold limited edition audio content files that either may be very exclusive, for example. 100 and ever made, and the content is not available else or could confer the owner associated rights. The same applies to video medium as well. So, in case you want to read through the article, go to Salam Gateway and type in Funun, and you can get that article. So, I did do a bit of research, and to be honest, I wasn't content with the social media present. The Instagram ID, which is Funun NFT, has only six posts and eight followers. The Twitter ID, that is Funoon NFT, has 11 people following them. And they just have three followers. And the LinkedIn profile as well only has three followers. The Telegram has 15 members. And they also have a Medium page called Funoon NFT with zero articles and zero followers. biggest, scariest information about Funoon was that on the blog's website, they had copy-pasted Laura Shin's article and they presented it to be from the owner of a new So definitely, definitely not a good thing. It's plagiarism and quite illegal, to be honest. If you read through the blog, you would assume that it is the founder or the CEO who has written it, but the article is by Laura Shin because it mentions about uh, starting a podcast called Unchained and Laura Shin is the host of that particular podcast. So definitely not a good thing. So what I did was I did send them a DM on Instagram and they did acknowledge that and they said that they would be updating that. Now, what I would recommend for Fanon is they need to build a very strong community, definitely should not plagiarize. I would recommend Fanon to attend the Future Innovation Summit that I just saw a few minutes ago, which is on the 13th till the 14th of October. It will provide them a platform to showcase the business to local and international audience, and since they aspire to be a Muslim-based NFT marketplace. What better place than to do it in Dubai because you'll be having a lot of locals, a lot of government officials, and a lot of people are going to be Muslim. So they're going to meet key decision makers in UAE and even international speakers and prominent people from cryptocurrency space. So that was about the moon. The next news is also about a platform called as Playtone Coin. Now, this Platon Con is a subsidiary of Platon Life. So, Platon Life is opening its subsidiary in Dubai and the branch will serve as a gateway for the fast-developing digital markets of the region. Successful presentation of Platon's life vision was done during the Retosa Family 14th Global Investment Summit. Gulf News had published an article so I'm reading this off are Gulf News. Now, the Dubai branch, Will serve as a gateway for the fast developing digital marketplace of the Middle East. If you go to that particular website, uh, there are two CEOs, that is Julia Tanner and Daniel Tanner. They are both CEOs and founders of the company called Platon Life. Now, they presented the vision of Platon Life during retosa Family 14 Global Investment Summit. Ritosa Family Global Investment Summit is for high net worthy individuals, so a lot of posh people and rich people do tend to attend that. The 14th Global Investment Summit in Dubai was another the species of the Ritosa family, and the invited prestigious private investors, sheikhs, royal families, and leading companies from more than 30 countries, representing a total value of more than 4.5 trillion dollars were present at the event. But when I try to research Coin. I honestly did not like it. PlatonLife.com is the website. Essentially, it is a fintech startup. And the basic idea is to introduce digital currencies to companies, also to societies by providing access to friendly and safe financial solutions. What they plan to do is they plan to launch a Coin, And the ticker symbol is PLTC. So essentially, it is a new generation of digital currency also have a wallet now the platon wallet is insured up to 1 million euros 1 million euros is really less what happens if there's a hack in the wallet or loophole in the wallet and there's more than 10 million or 30 million the wallet is only insured for 1 million euros now the digital wallet needs kyc and aml now this is definitely not a good thing the Platon exchange is also part of the Platon wallet. As for the website that you have said is that they have a tie up with Microsoft. But when you do research, I found out that they do not have any tie up with Microsoft. Rather, it has been built on Microsoft infrastructure. The Microsoft infrastructure used for blockchain is called as Azure. So I did not see any information about that. They did mention that it's fully protected by Broadcom's security solutions. Based on the research, the project does look 100% centralized and definitely not a good look for. My question is, what happens if the KYC for wallet is stolen or sold by Platon Life? So you know, whenever you have KYCs, there's this massive risk that when you send KYC information, the person could actually go and sell it. And this is one of the drawbacks that even EOS had. EOS planned to have voice. Now, in uh, they, they disbanded the idea, and voice is currently dealing only with NFTs. But initially, what EOS wanted to do was they wanted to have something like Twitter, but it will be based on voice. So you can share your opinions by sending a voice message. But EOS planned to have KYC. What happens if the KYC is stolen, or worse, what, what happens if the KYC is sold to other companies definitely not a good thing Now on that particular website they do have blogs that they update quite often however the blogs are taken from other sources the good thing is at least they mention that source they're not plagiarizing it would be really idle if they actually write their own blogs on the blog uh, they mentioned that you know they recently introduced the vision and company to Pope Francis now this particular claim is very hard to verify. It's so essentially they have a picture with the Pope. That's about all. And you can't verify that they actually went ahead and talked about it. They might have just taken a photograph, simple as that. So the claim is really hard to verify. And uh, they've also mentioned that Platon Coin (PLTC) is on several different exchanges. However, if you go through all of these exchanges from their website, their coins are not available. They also have a membership, which is kind of strange. I believe this membership is somewhat similar to how Coinbase has, like Coinbase Pro. Now, they have two kinds of membership. One is Root, which is completely free, and they have Blossom, which is 9.99 pounds per month. And where does these funds go? Does the funds go to the company? If that is the case, you know, there's very high chance that they're actually becoming a security. Now on the website, they also have Platon Store. And the Platon Store can be used to buy gift vouchers with Platon coin and purchase groceries, fashion cars, and many more. They also have a photo of Netflix. I did go through the white paper. The white paper does not mention any technical elements of blockchain. The white paper clearly mentions company Platon Life and they plan to issue 300 million TLTC. This makes them a security. What's really ironic is that they do not have a GitHub page, so the code is not open source. Now, based on the website, they have eight offices across the world. They have an office in Prague. They have an office in Brno, in Ostrava, Bratislava, Warsaw, London, Dublin, and Tallinn in Estonia. Now, when I did go through the address, I tried to look up the address for London, and there was another company already registered with the London in Brussels. So I'm not entirely sure you know how this project will actually work. That's all for today, guys, from the Crypto and Coffee at 8 from Blockchain TXB. In case you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaintxb.com. You can also check my website, that is www.blockchaintxb.com. If you like listening to this, please follow this podcast, click on the follow button and share the word across. Now, for the next 30 minutes. You have an Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. So let's kick this thing off. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB and you're listening to the Ask Me Anything series. Where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8:30 a.m. We have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we discuss top news and information in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. This is followed by an Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. Welcome to the room. If you have any questions, you're more than welcome to go and ask any questions. I have Sunil via Facebook who has asked, how can we know which projects are legit or not? And can you share some guidelines? Yes, absolutely correct, Sunil. Now, what I do is via LinkedIn, I did publish an article a couple of months ago where I tried to show people how to go and identify certain scams and how to identify legit projects. So Sunil, the first thing what I would recommend to you to do is whenever you listen about any cryptocurrencies or blockchain projects, the first thing I would recommend you to do is go to the GitHub page. Now go to github.com. Ideally, you should see all the codes of that particular project. And when you talk about blockchain and cryptocurrencies, the code needs to be open source. You should be in a position to find out all the technical and details of the code. In GitHub, you have things like repositories, pull requests, and uh, people involved. And you need to check the LinkedIn profile for these people as well. Now, what I would recommend you to do is on YouTube, Ivan on Tech has a great video explaining what to look for on GitHub. So please watch that. That would be the first thing. The second thing what I would recommend you to do is, you know, check their community. Check their Twitter profile. You may want to check if they have bots and spans. And you may also want to check if the tweets are about key people. More importantly, if they're tweeting about the technology and not about the project. And uh, usually for blockchain protocols and cryptocurrencies, there needs to be a foundation foundation in case of blockchain protocols for example eos had a foundation called as block what and for cardano there was iohk so you may want to go in research more information about them Sunil. and there are certain grants which are approved by foundation so there are certain projects cryptocurrency projects which are approved by foundations such as polygon matic and which is approved uh, they have a foundation and make a DAO was also approved by a foundation, and Ethereum is also a foundation. The other thing what I recommend everyone to do is you just run through the white paper. The white paper ideally should explain all fundamentals. The most important thing is the white paper should be free. Now, there are a couple of blockchain projects where in order to get the white paper, they ask you to register first, and then they would think about it, and then they would go and send you the white paper. That is definitely a big no. You may also want to check if the white paper is a fork or a copy of another project. Now Sunil, doing a copy is perfectly fine as long as you acknowledge it. Binance Smart Chain, for instance, is a fork of Ethereum, but they have acknowledged it, so it's perfectly fine. So you may want to go ahead and do research in those areas. The other thing is, you, know, you may want to check if there are interviews by the team. Having the name of the founders is so critical. If they have interviews like say on podcast or via clubhouse or YouTube, you may also want to check the telegram community. Some of these projects have a massive telegram community, but a lot of the posts are by spams and bots and if the website has a lot of information like earlier today I looked at earlier today, I looked at website information for foroonon and I found out that the blog posts were copied by Laura Shin and they removed Laura Shin's name and they pretended. That the blogs why by them definitely not a good look and we also want to check if any celebrity endorsements are used to promote the cryptocurrency of blockchain projects ideally that is not a good indication if there are false claims that cannot be verified the other project that i looked earlier today they claim that they have discussed the project with the pope pope francis however there is no way to verify that all it is is they have a picture and a photograph with the pope Claim that they discussed all the details definitely not true and another thing is if they give false promises that is guaranteed investor returns so you know these are the things that i would want to be looking at he's kind of giving indication of the project is legitimate or not i have another question by monday who has asked what happened with solana indeed this is a fantastic question What happened with Solana was that they had an attack on their sister There is a thing called TPS transactions per second. In Solana, apparently over 400,000 transactions took place within one second. And because of that, the entire blockchain froze and the entire blockchain completely stopped. But they stopped because few people decided to go and stop that. This makes, makes a big question on Solana blockchain if it is... Centralized, so for over twelve hours there were no blocks that were produced. So essentially, what happened was that someone tried to have more than four hundred thousand transactions within a second, and that caused the blockchain to completely freeze. And the question is, who decided to go and stop Solana's block producing? Who decided to go and stop Solana from producing blocks? And that's where the question about centralization kicks in. So essentially that is what happened now remember ethereum had an attack too and the attack was somewhere around in 2016 or 17 i believe it is called as the DAO attack that is decentralized autonomous organization attack what happened was that someone had found a flaw in the smart contract and they managed to steal the funds but what ethereum did was was far worse what they decided to do was they rolled back the chain and uh, the funds were given back to the original people which is in a way far worse than what happened to solano ethereum actually broke the laws of blockchain they could go back and rearrange the block so definitely not a good thing and that caused ethereum to split as well so there was ethereum then because of that some people like charles Hoskinson did not agree the funds should be returned back which i personally agree as well because that's what blockchain is for questions the whole element of you know uh, information being permanent and stored forever but they decided to roll back that chain and that caused a fork on ethereum and that is ethereum classic and ethereum so strictly speaking ethereum classic is the original ethereum without any fork and they did stick to the rule. Now they have faced a couple of 51% attack recently. So definitely not a good thing. I have another question by Paul who has asked, how high do you think the price of Bitcoin to go? Paul, I never ever give out any price prediction. Now if anyone were to ask me about any cryptocurrencies, I never give out any price prediction. I stay away from giving out any price prediction. In case you do want to get price prediction, I would recommend you to follow Willie Wu. he's active on Twitter, and I believe he has a newsletter, but it is a paid newsletter, but it gives you a detailed description of how the price will eventually work out. But mind you, he has been completely wrong on quite a lot of occasions, like uh, he did not anticipate the Elon Musk impact, and because of which he got a lot of backlash and people till date. Call him out for that now he that need not be 100 percent correct but if you're looking for price prediction willie woo is one person another person who's making quite a lot of news is a person called will clement he's quite active on twitter it is will clement the third he's a 19 year old boy and he does a lot of analysis i believe he does an analysis for block rare solutions he publishes or uh, tweets quite often and he does give price prediction as well So try to follow him The biggest known person who gives price prediction is Plan B and he has a stock to flow model. Now, all of these predictions, to be completely honest, never turn out to be true. Uh, When it works, they say, yes, the prediction worked perfectly fine. 50% of the time it does not work and 50% of the time it works. What I would recommend for you to do is try to understand why the price is going high. Try to look at the technology and try to understand the technology. And one thing which I talked about yesterday you don't necessarily have to buy cryptocurrencies, rather acquire your cryptocurrencies. So listen to my podcast yesterday or the day before yesterday, where I give suggestions on how you can actually acquire Bitcoin. So if you're a business person, you can start accepting cryptocurrencies as a payment. If you're an employee, you can start accepting part of your salary in cryptocurrencies. So that's my only recommendation. Regarding YouTube channels, I wouldn't recommend you to follow any YouTubers like Mooncarlo Toneways. 100% of the time, they are wrong, and when they are right, that's when people tend to talk about them, and eventually they ask their subscribers to have some kind of subscription service, a paid subscription service, so that's my take on price prediction. Rahul from Facebook has asked, uh, can you give the name of the video by Ray Dalio? Yes, absolutely, Rahul. Uh, Ray Dalio has a video called How the Economic Machine Works. Go to YouTube and type in How the Economic Machine Works. Definitely, if not one of the best YouTube videos. And if you actually go through that YouTube channel, I remember I was the first person to actually comment on that video. My username is Black Incarnation. So go to that YouTube channel. I believe the YouTube was released somewhere in 2012. The YouTube explains everything how the economic machine works. You have the short-term debt cycle, you have long-term debt cycles, how debt is a good thing in quite a lot of things. And it does not uh, it mentions quite a lot of things. It also talks about you know what gives rise to you know dictatorship things like Hitler and other moments. Now, one thing I'd like to mention is that the video does not take into consideration technological advancements such as Bitcoin or link, or external factors like COVID-19. Now Ray Dalio does publish an article quite often via LinkedIn. He published an article a few months ago and he shared info on how we people don't decide which political parties to follow. And he has given information dating back to 1920s and he has mentioned and how our views on Republicans and Democrats tend to change over time. So definitely worth following him. So Raul, the video is how the economic machine works. So that's all for today, guys, from the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. So remember, guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am we have the crypto and coffee at 8 where we cover top news and information in the world of bitcoin blockchain beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies this is followed by an ask me anything series where you listeners can ask any questions about bitcoin blockchain beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies so thanks so much for listening and have a great day Bye bye